we got to welcome Handy Andy. Thank you to everybody who sent emails over the course of the holidays. Um, go to itstheshift.ca. There's a form on there. You can send us some emails and stuff like that. We've got a bunch of great ones. There was one topic about electronics that came in um, that we are actually going to explore. It came in, I think it was from Marianne, and she had said, I'm paraphrasing, she had said, can you find out about you know AI and airlines and all these things and with all the trouble that's gone on, what goes on behind the scenes? And we are going to do that. Um, but her suggestion was, why don't you ask your disco dancer friend what he knows. Um, so, no, we are not going to ask Andy that. We are going to talk about this topic ext- uh, instead tonight, but we are just so you know, looking into uh, how does an airline schedule staff and those kinds of things um, because there were so many screw ups over the holidays. So, sidebar, we're going to get into that uh, later on here in a couple of weeks as we do a whole lot of research to figure that out. In the meantime, my friend that's a disco dancer, Andy Andy Ferrar is here. Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year, Shane. Welcome back. You are all excited. The best stories in the world about you come from Mike Yanni at CES. He is the, uh, he spills all things about, oh boy, Andy Barrar is going. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I literally need a handler when I go to Las Vegas. Like I somehow, even though I try not to get in trouble, I always somehow find myself in some kind of predicament. Just to give an Mm -hmm. example, when I left there, the last one that I was there, 2020, just before we had the lockdown, let's just put it this way. My last night at CES, when I was trying to be in my best behavior, they're like, we're going out, Andy. You got to have a good time. Time went on. And next thing you know, I'm in the Las Vegas dive bar having beers with who other? OJ Simpson sitting right next to me. And we are drinking (laughs) beers, chatting like we're old friends. And this is where I made the mistake, Shane. Because we ended up getting a picture of OJ and then he left and I'm there, I'm buzzed, I'm kind of drunk. And I'm like, what a story. Like, what are the chances? This is like from the hangover movie that you meet OJ Simpson Mm -hmm. in that dive bar. And I'm like, no one's going to believe this. So I thought in my drunken stupor, it'd be a good idea to tweet that and post it on social media. Worst decision ever. I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh my God, did I do that? I did. And that was the one and only time I ever deleted anything off social media was really me, me hanging out with OJ. What a bad move. You know, I'm surprised I'm not canceled after that. What was the, what was the response? Was it because of his, just his history of all the things he's done? Yeah. He's a controversial figure. And the, you know, yeah. what happened was I had, he had joined Twitter that year and I followed him and I thought he was kind of funny. He would always make these videos and He'd be like, hello, Twitter world. Like he totally didn't know what he was really doing, but he was trying. And Mm -hmm. that's how me and him started talking. And then we were talking about like his life. Like he, he was drafted in the major league baseballs. I didn't know that. He told me that. And so I just had this weird experience with OJ Simpson at Vegas. And so Mike Yanni is right. I get in trouble all the time when I'm there and I should have a handler who just takes me from the show floor straight to my bedroom to go to sleep and then Mm -hmm. back, you know, but, uh, yeah, it happens but every no. year. So. But yet, no, you don't. I know. Um, I know. Well, that's interesting. Well, like, the good news is, is that you hung out with the one guy that gets himself into more trouble than you do. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, if you go to shiftheads.ca, you can see the video Handy Andy has posted about CES 2023. Of course, uh, handyandymedia.com or go to his YouTube page. You can follow along and uh, and see everything there as well. Now, there's lots of cool little gadgets. There are some gigantic gadgets, lots of AI and robots. It seems to be kind of the go-to of all things creepy. And there are some flipping creepy looking little robots there. Like there are some creepy things. Um, tell us what's, uh, what you're most excited about. What can we look forward to? And also maybe explain what is CES for everyone who doesn't know. Yeah. So CES, uh, it's actually, that's what the, the show is called now, but it was short for the consumer electronic show. And it's been going on for years. Like if you go way back, this is where the Walkman was first introduced, the compact disc, like all these technologies that, that we've come to see were first showcased there, especially, um, you know, there's lots of fads too, Shane, and typically in the televisions, like 3D TVs. Remember that when 3D yep. TVs were going to be the big thing? Never really happened. Then, I don't know if you remember this, Shane, there was one year where they had curved TVs. They put the curved mm -hmm. TVs. Yep. And it turned out that, yeah, they're great if you sit in one spot, like you have yep. one perfect spot. So that, that didn't would be, well, I guess, off. why curved monitors works, but curved TVs does not. Because with a curved yeah. monitor, you're typically sitting in one place. Exactly. But they tried to curve it. They even had curved smartphones, believe it or not. There was a one really? year, I think it was like 2014, oh, where they were, they were just, curve was just everywhere. They're curving everything. So you, you do see a lot of technology that gets showcased there, but not everything sticks. And there's usually some quirky product that steals the show. In 2020, it was this little tiny robot that would deliver you toilet paper. In, in the event that you didn't have any toilet paper, just this tiny little robot that just goes around with toilet paper and it stole the show. It had no app like application in real life, but that's that's the kind of show that it is. Another year, Shane, there was there was huh. it was a fork that would vibrate if you were eating too fast. That stole oh the show. So that's it, so funny. Yeah, it's a lot of quirky stuff. Now, what's interesting is Samsung just, you were just talking about AI. Samsung just announced that they're going to have a new AI-infused stove. So you could put food into it. It can understand, the AI understands what you're cooking and will give you push notifications on the correct temperatures and if, it's, if you're burning your food. So this artificial intelligence is going everywhere, including our kitchens. Another company, Shane, in terms of TVs, they're, they're called Displace TV, brand new company. They're releasing the first completely portless television. No HDMI, no plug. You don't even plug it into the wall. It comes with a battery pack with one month of power. So if you watch it for six hours a day, you can have one month of power on this television. No cords, nothing. You just put it up on the wall. Fascinating. Some There, there are some things that I... I, I... I'm excited about that. I think that we're going to see a lot of, and you can correct me um, if if you're if I'm wrong. I, I imagine there's an awful lot about cars, an awful lot about electric yeah. cars, and all that stuff, right? We're going to see an awful lot of that. Hydrogen, probably another one that's going to be the big dreaming thing is the hydrogen cars. Um, now, to me though, the 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 place where I think there's the most opportunity, especially with electric. Electric is super fun to drive if you're like mega torque sports car holy cow acceleration type thing i still don't think that electric is the answer for our day-to-day -day cars um you know I, I it's a start but it's it's not the answer the grid can't handle it um but i i would say moped style scooters 
like a moped yeah. style scooter, the motorcycles, like the Harley Davidson uh, motorcycle, like those motorcycles that are light and the power to weight ratio is way different than a car. That's exciting to me. I think that we're going to see a little bit more of the scoot scoot when the electric yeah. and the motorcycles here at CES this year. Is that something that we could look forward to? Absolutely. Like if you look at the kick scooters that are around everywhere that people are using, those were showcased at CES years ago. I remember seeing them. I remember trying it and they're like, yeah, this is going to be the future of mobility. The big question is we know that this transportation is going electric, especially in urban cities. And even like, um, like they're making new townhouses and stuff where there isn't a parking lot for cars. It's for electric vehicles now that, that you're going to be parking. So the moped styles that, that you're talking about. So I think what we're going to see is different form factors, maybe foldable electric vehicles that you can fold down and take with you, say on public transportation, but new forms, new models, maybe ex more wheels. Uh, they're going to have one just for assistive people. So like, wheelchairs that actually have motors in them built into it so i think those are the big kind of categories because that's what people are going to be buying that's what they're going to use especially when you look at the cost of gas the price of living people are going to ditch their commuter vehicles for these electric vehicles just to save money to get from point a to point b until the cost of electric has cost more than gasoline which is seem to be seems to be where it's headed um the uh to, to your point, though, one of the coolest things that's come from those electric push kick scooters is folks in wheelchairs. Now, you typically see the kinds of wheelchairs that are more sporty, athletic wheelchairs that can handle speed. People have made adaptations to those wheelchairs to put a kick scooter on it and use that as the motor as opposed to buying a full-on electric, holy cow, expensive wheelchair using a kick scooter to push around and drive a normal wheelchair. Now, you can't do it in a really a normal one because of the fact that they do go quite fast. But I think that's a really cool example of adapting one idea into a whole new purpose that seems to be incredibly effective. And do you remember those do you remember those hoverboards that everybody was it was a big fad yep. everybody was driving They're still them? pretty popular with the kids, yeah. Um, so I got one year after CES, it was like a modified, like you could turn it into a go-kart. So you use it as the go-karts on the back two wheels. This thing was like this makeshift thing. It was so dangerous. Every single person that drove it got injured, Shane. And it was wow. funny. And like, then I finally had to get it, get rid of it. I'm like, you know, everybody's trying this. Everybody's coming back with scrapes. Cause you're, you're going really fast. You try to turn a corner and this whole thing kind of rolls over. Um, but I expect to see that, you know, these electric transportations, different types of models, because that's where the future is. That's where people are going. The, the, the big thing about kick scooters, the issue I have with them is it requires two-handed use. So it's really hard to carry groceries and such. I, I tried to put them on my like grocery bags on each arm and I'm trying to mm -hmm. drive it. Very dangerous. I, I don't recommend it. So I'm trying to find what kind of form factor can they make this electric transportation where you could actually carry stuff with you that you could fold and take on public transportation. That's the missing piece. And I think we're going to see different kind of designs of that um, at CES. Very cool stuff. HandyAndyMedia.com for Handy Andy Barrar. Uh, what else comes to mind that you're excited about? Now, I've kind of led that whole conversation. So there's got to be a couple of things that you're looking forward to other than glow sticks and nightclubs. Yeah, a lot of companies are really getting into the DNA sequencing. Um, that's a big thing that Silicon Valley is looking to invest in. So what we're, I expect to see, and I've seen this on the show floor at CES, 
They take your DNA and they can give you some kind of insight into what your DNA says. So one year I went, they took it and they were like, oh, we can tell you what attributes you have as an athlete. And so I got my results like three weeks later, Shane. And it's, it was like, though I shouldn't have read it. It's like, you will never be a sprinter. You are missing huh. this gene that all Olympic sprinters have. You don't have it. So, and it, and it was true. When I, when I look back at my past, I was never fast off the line. But I was a good long distance runner. And that's what this genetic profile was saying. So I expect to see more of that, except for the gut microbiome. That's a big area where Silicon Valley is trying to invest in because these probiotics, they're not like, like a, a full-on medical type of FDA medicine, but it's kind of in that supplement area. And, and mm -hmm. so it's gray. And I think Silicon Valley wants to see that DNA sequencing so you can get personalized probiotics for your gut microbiome to help you lose weight or digest food fascinating stuff um the pessimist in me says uh they want to get into that world because it's uh, not regulated but yes and uh, and you keep you and you keep buying it so the recurring right. revenue that's well, what and, they're really into and you're not there's no evidence real no science that your doctor is going can can say that does or doesn't work i mean the it's perfect for the internet sales. Let's put it that way. You know, Handy Andy Barrar took full advantage of the pandemic to jump rope and um, and get fit and all those things. You can't do that without having a goal in mind. Now, we had chatted here about a little bit of goal setting. I thought that would be a great opportunity uh, to invite you to stick around, Andy, if you want to uh, take part in our, our goal setting and planning that we're going to do here in about 10 minutes or so. Will you be into that? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm wanna, totally for it. You want to do the dance, eh? You want to do the uh, Alice Shane Hewitt, design your words, design your life sort of planning? Well, it's just like, I, I really like, you know, watching content online, like transformations that people have, right? Especially mm -hmm. when it's goals that are like way in the future, because you have to have kind of short-term goals to get to that long-term goal. And then what that, it's the journey. It's like what they always say. It's not like when you're climbing a mountain, it's the journey to the top. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what I'm all about. So I'll, I'll definitely Love stay it. for that. Ryan O'Donnell, did you just hear that? Anything stand out to you in that little uh, that little comment that he just made? Uh, no, I didn't hear it. I'm uh, sorry. All right, sorry. <laughs> Welcome listening. to 2023, was, Ryan. Doing was, stuff uh, in the background. Right. That was the uh, he was talking about his journey, Ryan. Oh, that word. Oh, I like yeah. that word. That's an important yeah, word for me. Okay, great. There That's you go. Funny. All right. Good. Saved it. Good save, Ry. Okay. Anyway, before we're done with, uh, before we get into what our planning looks like and some new ways for you to plan, uh, let's talk about some, uh, speaking of the new year and goals, getting fit on Netflix. Yeah. So we all know Netflix has been struggling there. They're going to have an ad supported model, but it also looks like they're going to be offering fitness content. So they're partnering up with Nike and they're going to be having all of these like uh, fitness type of workout videos, a total of 90 of them um, from Nike Training Club. And so with this partnership, now you can work out from home on Netflix, which is kind of funny because Netflix is the one that got us kind of overweight in the first place. You they know? made us chubby. They made us chubby and now they're trying to make us fit. And I think this is an interesting concept. This these workouts you don't really require any kind of like equipment. You can just do it right in your living room. You know, like in the olden days, Shane, you could buy those VHSs with the workout videos, yeah. like uh, yeah, that's what Suzanne exactly what it Summers is. Or, or people like right? that. Yeah, 
So Love it's it. kind of like that, except in this new internet streaming age, um, you can have that kind of content on Netflix. Now, will people use it? That remains to be seen. But, you know, you see this every year, Shane. I'm sure you remember all the different fitness fads that you'll come and go. Um, nothing really sticks. Like, look at Peloton, how bad they're doing. Even Best Buy, I was talking to folks at Best Buy, and they they see it on the wallet. No one is doing this. So they're actually getting back into jump rope. They asked me to partner up with them to create some jump rope content to help people get back to the basics. And I Crazy. was all for it. It's fascinating to me. And if you look in hindsight, really, Andy, if we look back at the pandemic, the reason why Peloton and those ones, those, you know, those workout mirrors and all those things is they're supposed to be more interactive, right? Like with your Peloton bike, they can read your data. Then you have a live stream of a host. They're like, come on, Andy, you can do better, yeah. right? Like it's supposed to be like there's a real coach in front of you. But really, I mean, there could have been a thousand people in that class, like for all you know, right? Like you don't, like there was no person real connection to it in hindsight with peloton and everything they were doing with those video workout coaches does it not make sense or did they not miss the boat on amazon to not be doing those workout videos through for two years i mean i think everybody would have been giving it a shot yoga videos stretching whatever yeah a lot of people went to youtube to get that kind of content but it was exactly. a definitely an opportunity that was missed by them. And it, it appears that people are sick and tired of working out at home. They want to go outside. So I expect to see that again at CES, all this new fitness tech. It's about going back to the basics. You know, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't need a subscription to, to get fit. You just got to move your body. It's so yeah. simple. And get but someone it's to show just, you how. Yeah, it's just modern society. Um, you know, we, we have this knowledge. I mean, we sit behind computers and then our entertainment is sitting behind the television or sitting playing video games. So we just got to get back to the basics, get outside, get moving. And I think that's the big thing uh, we'll see in 2023. HandyAndyMedia.com. Check out the videos there and at shiftheads.ca.